in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week five, re- oh my god, not off to a great start. Week five preview is coming up. Uh, what's going on right now? It is my birthday coming up. I know you can't see because my lovely background is unaffected, but uh, looking ahead, I see happy 26th birthday, spelled out in balloons. I have streamers and balloons all around me. Uh, Thank you to my lovely girlfriend for setting this up. I love you so much. Uh, But yeah, it's my birthday this weekend, and because it's my birthday, I know that the Dolphins are going to put a whooping on the Giants. Very, very excited for this slate of games. Uh, There's some weird lines, and I think that we'll get into that. Uh, But... Before we get to the week five preview, I can't believe we're in week five already. Uh, It also just feels weird because in Ottawa right now, we're going through a heat wave. For the past three days, it's been 30 degrees and it's supposed to be fall weather. Where's our fall weather? Like, come on. Um, Yeah, before we get to the week five preview, though, let's talk about... Or no, not slots. Oh, my God. I'm all over the place today. I apologize. Um... Blind Thursday night football recap. Uh, let's go. Bears Commanders. Um, Listen, I bet the over on amount of hours I would get to sleep tonight because I didn't, I'm not going to watch this game. This is going to be a bad game. It's going to be an atrocious game. And of course I watched the game because I have to know what I'm talking about when I do stuff like this. But um, yeah, Commanders took care of business. We all knew that they would. This is just a clearly better team. It is coached better. Everything on the Bears side is still looking... And even though the offense looked great this week, it had its moments, but it was going against this commander's front seven, which just took over. Uh, Chase Young with a sack and a half on the day. Uh, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen also uh, combined for two sacks on the day. Uh, at at the end of the day, it was just this commander's front seven that was too much for Fields and the offense to overcome. But it still, it looked better. It looked better for the Bears. It wasn't a blowout, wasn't a rout, but the commanders do come out on top. Did come out on top. What am I saying? I've already watched this game. Ha ha ha. Do the commanders cover? I don't know. I don't know if the commanders cover. Six points right now is the line. Or six points was the line, and I should know what they covered. Um, I think this is going to be an under game. I think the Commanders cover. I think it's going to be, let's go final prediction, 24-13. Does that cover? That's 37, right? Yeah, that's 37. What if I give the Bears? 24-17. And that would mean Bears cover. That's the final score. I actually kind of like that. But, uh, yeah, uh, we will keep going on to the Week 5 preview now. Uh, starting off with another London game here uh, early Sunday. Jags still technically at home, even though the Bills are technically the home team. But 
Bills staying in London after last week, playing the Bills. Bills minus 5.5, total set up 48.5. This is one of the lines where I see Bills 5.5, and, and I know that that travel to London is tough, and there's a six-hour time difference, and the Jags are already adjusted. They've been practicing there. There's no jet lag. There's no fatigue. Uh, the Bills have that, and I think that's kind of why the line is at 5.5. I think if this was a true Bills home game... I think this would might be six and a half, maybe seven. Because uh, the Bills have looked that good. Now, do I see a way that the Jags can win this? I do. Again, the Jags just stayed in London. Uh, the offense just isn't there. It's not clicking. I don't know what's happening. Uh, things just need to get better. And, I mean, it. we saw what it can do. Now they add Calvin Ridley. It can go off. The passing game has been pretty good. The run game has been whatever. But uh, with Trey White now done for the season with that Achilles injury, uh, that leaves a big hole in the secondary. And I think that the Jags could exploit that weakness. Um, I think this could be a high-scoring game. I think that the Bills... Really, really good defense to start the year. There is now a chink in the armor, and I think that the Jags have the passing attack to be able to pierce that armor even further. There's a good, smart analogy from me. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't think I'm going to pick this game. London games are always weird. Again, and the Bills could just completely kill them. That front seven of the Bills, that uh, pass rush has been great so far. Uh, and the run game and offensive line for the Jags has just not really been there. Um, and Josh Allen and the offense look fucking unstoppable so far, So uh, other than week one. But they're past week one, let's just be honest. Uh, and yeah, as always, I'll get to my pick at the end of this. Uh, we will keep going on to the one o'clock slate. Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins minus 12. Ooh, minus 12. Uh, total set at 47 and a half. Um, listen, I'm expecting our defense to have a big bounce back game. The Giants look absolutely terrible. They look like one of the worst teams in football right now. 12 points, still a lot of points. I think our offense will carve them up relatively easily. I don't think this will be a game. It shouldn't be a game. This shouldn't be a game whatsoever. Miami should just absolutely rule them. Uh... I'm looking up quickly if Saquon Barkley is trending to play. Not that that really matters, but... Uh, Saquon Barkley, limited. He was limited, so I don't think he's going to play. Uh, and yeah, they also have a bunch of offensive linemen missing. Listen, we, our defense needs to get going. This is the offense to get it going against. There's no weapons for them to really have to worry about... Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. Just let him do his thing and he'll mess it up by himself. Uh, yeah, like, let's just be honest. The Dolphins are going to kill them. The Dolphins are going to win this game. Uh, will it be by 12 points? Yeah, I think so. Will I pick that? I don't know. Will I bet on that? I think I will. Uh, let's keep going, though. Next game up, Saints at Patriots. This line has moved... Oh, Last thing about that Dolphins uh, game, sorry. Uh, I think the, when the line opened, and that was before the Monday night game, uh, it was 9.5. And, 
the line closed open again at 10 and a half and that it being minus 12 people are just hammering Miami now and I absolutely love it uh next game up though Saints Patriots it is a pick em right now total set at 39 and a half um this could be a very big Patriots defense gets exposed game uh Christian Gonzalez has now been ruled out for the season Matt Judon is out again for the foreseeable future he said maybe for a playoff push um that's not happening Matt I'm very sorry uh Total set at 39.5. I don't know. I feel like the Saints could score a decent amount of points. Now, do I think the Patriots' offense can score a good amount of points? Um, not a lot. This is going to be a terrible game. These are two teams that are kind of... I mean, let's just be honest. They're probably at the same level now. Now that this uh, Belichick defense isn't phenomenal, it's now just probably going to be good or average. Um... Yeah, just two, two smelly games. I this again. This game is not going to be on red zone. Uh, I feel bad for Chu and for Cam and any other Patriots fans out there who are going to watch this game. Uh, start watching college ball on Saturdays. There's a lot of good players out there that are going to be in the top ten. Uh, Joe Alt out of Notre Dame, uh, very good left tackle for the Patriots. They need a, a better left tackle. I forget what the Penn State left tackle is, too. He is an absolute monster. Uh, hey, and look at these quarterbacks, maybe. maybe. Time to move on from Mac Jones? I don't know. Uh, will you be bad enough for Caleb Williams? I don't think so. But there's Drake May, Michael Penix, maybe. Shador Sanders. But I don't think Dion will ever let that man come out of Colorado until he's a senior. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. Next game up, AFC North Divisional Battle. Ravens at Steelers. Ravens minus four, total set at 38 and a half. Uh, let's, let's look at this Ravens injury report. Uh, yeah, I should, yeah, I should probably start looking at the injury reports before this, or at least have it ready maybe, but like, that's not really fun. I like doing it on the fly. Either way, Ravens, oh, there it is. Um... OBJ still limited, Justin Hill still limited, Marlon Humphrey limited. Oh, it's good he's working his way back. Uh, Morgan Moses limited, and Odafe Oa, Ronnie Stanley, Marcus Williams, and Daryl Worley all did not wait. Ooh, Marcus Williams and Ronnie Stanley are full participants. Never mind, I read that wrong. Um, yeah, with those guys back, how bad the Steelers' offense is. Like, it's truly just terrible. This Ravens' defense is very good, obviously. Divisional games, especially in the AFC North, are always a crapshoot. The Ravens should win this game, will win this game. Uh, the Steelers just aren't a good team. The Ravens are going to go to 4-1 and one leading this division. Uh, I know I had some conflict in the offseason about whether I should pick the Bengals or the Ravens, and it was truly a coin flip, and the only reason I was going with the Ravens, and then it was like, oh, two months ago I wrote down the Bengals, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just go with that. Uh, going over my divisional parlays I placed in the offseason, all of them have the Ravens, so... Still winning. Still winning. Uh, yeah, I just don't... Like, the Steelers are... Not impressive. The defense is very, very impressive. TJ Watt will do his thing. With Alex Highsmith and Larry Ogunjobi and all those boys. But it won't matter. This Ravens team is just a way better built football team right now. The offense has Lamar... That's all I really need to say. 
the offense has Lamar, and the Steelers' offense has Kenny Pickett. Both defenses are very good. Simple as that. Uh, we'll move on. Next game, Panthers at Lions. Lions minus 10. Total set at 44 and a half. Um, seems like a big number for the Lions and what we have known the Lions to be over the last 50 years. Uh, good for them, though. This is This is a very good Lions team. Let's put that away. The defense has been better. Hutch has been fantastic. Uh, Jamison Williams is back for this game. I am interested to see what he can do on the field. He will be fully ready to go. He has just been kind of training and prepping for the first month of the season. Um, this, yeah, the Lions offense could take another gear this week, and this Panthers defense has just kind of been okay so far. They're missing J.C. Horn, they're missing Xavier Woods, and that's kind of the big holes on the defense right now. The defense is still solid, but I don't think it is solid enough to be able to fully stop what this Lions offense could now look like with Jamison Williams involved. We haven't really seen much from him yet, but they're going to get him involved. He is a burner. Uh, let's see what he can do. As for the Lions, again, not a huge fan of Lions minus 10. I think this could be a lower scoring game. Maybe, but I think that's just me kind of having doubts with the Lions. The Lions offense is very good. Get that in your head, Jason. Uh... Yeah, but 10 points is just a lot. So, uh, yeah, not a lot of confidence in the Panthers. We'll see what Bryce Young can do. He's looked better in re weeks. Just needs to get a couple touchdowns going, but it's tough when your receiving core and running backs are average at best. Um, yeah, moving on. Next game, Texans at Falcons. Falcons minus one and a half. Total set at 41 and a half. This is a trap game. This is one of those games where people are going to be jumping on Texans money or Texans money line and Texans uh, Texans plus one and a half. Sorry, I was looking at betting lines to see if there was like how many people are. But the line has moved from Falcons minus two and a half to Falcons uh, now minus one and a half. It's shifted over the week. I've seen Falcons minus one. I've seen. Almost out of pick on basically. Uh, Desmond Ritter's never lost at home. I think that's just kind of what it comes down to. Uh, this Falcons defense has been really good. And the story of the month so far, maybe not the month, I don't know. There's been a lot of things happening. But C.J. Stroud has been one of the best QBs in football so far to start, start the year. I think he has... I think he's top five in passing yards right now. And for a rookie quarterback, that is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, this is a very, maybe not very good, but I think they could be top 10, top half of the league. How about that? Um, AJ Terrell will be asked to line up. I think whoever's going against him, whether that be Tank Dell or Nico Collins, I think he might not lock up Nico Collins, get Jeff Okuda on Tank Dell. The secondary's good. The front seven's good. It's just, can Desmond Ritter hand off the ball to Bijan Robinson enough times for it to matter? Um, I think they could. I'm not going to take anything in this game, but I think the Falcons are going to win this game. I think that that's where I'm going to have... I don't know. I think it really does come down to Desmond Ritter has never lost a home game in his career. Going back to college, even. Um, 
Should be fun. I think the total is kind of at a good number. But again, I've been saying it with the Falcons. You got to hand off the ball. The defense has to play well. You got to control the clock because as soon as Desmond Ritter starts passing it, everything falls apart. Uh, next game up. Titans minus two and a half at the Colts. Total set at 43 and a half. I think Jonathan Taylor is playing this week and that might be... Uh, I can't spell. I think that might be huge for the Colts. I think that this offense, it's already looked pretty good if we're being honest with Jonathan Taylor, with a truly elite top five running back type guy. Uh, they could go off. Again, at home, the Titans are favored. That Titans defense is very, very good. I think this will be the toughest defense the Colts have faced all year, if my mind is correct. Um, yeah, Jags, Texans, and Ravens. I'd say the Titans' defense is better than the Ravens. So toughest defense they have played all year. But I don't know. I'm kind of starting to like this Colts team. I Again, I think the Titans have the better team, better things around them. I think this could be a big Derrick Henry game, if we're being honest. Uh, again, staying away from this game. I think this could be a fun game. Total set at 43.5. That could be an over. That could be a weird over where... The run game with Tennessee and Tannehill is hitting Hopkins and Burks and both like both offense are just kind of moving. Again, the Titans defense is good, but I want to see what Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor look like in that backfield. And I know that's kind of just describing Anthony Richardson like a running back. That man can do whatever he wants on the football field. You could put him on defense, put him in the middle linebacker, and I'm sure that he would be one of the best in the league. That man is just a specimen. That man is an athletic freak. He can do whatever he wants on the football field, and I think that Shane Steichen will be able to use them. I mean, fuck. We saw what that Eagles offense looked like Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders last year. Anthony Richardson is a way better athlete than Jalen Hurts, and Jonathan Taylor is a million times better than Miles Sanders. Could be fun. Obviously, that Eagles offensive line is a big difference, but... This could be a fun game. This could be a fun game. Uh, next game up, onto the 4 o'clock slate now. Bengals at Cardinals. Bengals minus 3, total set at 44 and a half. The Bengals better win this game. The Bengals better win this game. Uh, I don't think there has been any talk on my timeline of Joe Burrow being... <laughs> I'm typing in Joe Burrow. And the first thing that pops up is Joe Burrow excuses. That is funny. Um, yeah, I'm... Okay, he's moving better in practice. So he's going to play. They're not going to shut him down. They better win this game. I think that's all I can say. This Cardinals team has been playing very well. Um, the offense needs to score points. That might be getting Joe Mixon more involved. Maybe just kind of establishing a run game have the supposedly better Bengals offensive line kind of maul against these uh, the Cardinals defensive linemen, get the run game going, let Joe maybe get play action, establish the shots, but I don't know. We haven't seen anything from the Bengals quite literally at all. The offense has been one of the worst in football right now. The defense has still been doing its thing and they'll need to show up on Sunday because 
Cardinals offense has also looked pretty good, if we're being honest. Um, it would not shock me at all if the Cardinals win this game. Not shock me at all. That's just how bad the Bengals have looked. I feel like in my heart, I have to take the Bengals just because I know that... Oh my god, I tried to snap there. There we go. Like that, it, everything could be fixed and Joe Burrow is healthy and he is moving around and doing his Joe Burrow things and the Bengals are back then. We haven't seen it yet. We just haven't seen it. This might be a week for me to copy a good old Hank Lockwood from Pardon My Take there and do uh, and do my own Hungry Dog uh, parlay. Because uh, there, there is quite a lot of Moneyline dogs that I do like this week. Uh, Arizona being one of them because, again... Bengals' offense has been abysmal. This Cardinals team has played a close game with literally everyone that they've been in, and that's including the best team in football right now, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, next game up, Eagles minus four against the LA Rams. It is in LA, total set at 49.5. Cooper Cup is trending to play, and I can't wait to see what this Rams offense looks like with Puka and Cooper Cup both in the field. Tutu Atwell, you've had a nice stretch of games. You are going to be a stretcher of the field for this team now, but Cup and Puka are going to be the main two guys. It'll be interesting because this is a very hurt Eagles secondary right now, and a guy like Sean McVay, he knows what he's doing. Um, total set of 49.5 for a reason. Now, I think that the Eagles... Front seven will give this Rams offensive line fits. And this Rams defense, it's Aaron Donald and then a bunch of young guys who have been playing very well and tough and hard. And it's just not enough to stop this Eagles offense. It's very, very, very tough to stop this Eagles offense. Aaron Donald won't be able to do it single-handedly, unfortunately. Um, this could be a high-scoring game. I think the... Eagles have looked very suspect against the pass in, I mean, basically the whole season. I mean, the Vikings kind of torched them. The Bucks were able to move the ball fairly well, and that was a very rainy game. Uh, who else did the Eagles play? I mean, the Commanders took them the overtime last week. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, the Patriots couldn't move the ball against their secondary, but... Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like the Eagles, the Eagles should win this game. Minus four does also seem like a low line because I do expect the Eagles offense to just score at will for the most part. And the Eagles, uh, Eagles uh, front seven and defense will get stops on, on the Rams just because the Rams run game and offensive line is not very good. But the passing attack is where they'll get them. This is going to be kind of a similar game to... Uh, Vikings Eagles I think I think it'll be kind of similar scoring I think it's going to be high scoring I think this will be over 49 and a half uh, we'll see if I take it though I do like that line but again I'm really liking the board this week and when I really like the board uh, I usually don't have a good week so maybe pick all the opposite picks that I'm thinking uh, next game up Chiefs minus three and a half against the Vikings uh, total set at 52 and a half now that seems like a high total because this Chiefs offense has not looked great, if we're being honest so far. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, Chiefs defense has looked pretty good. And I think that it will have... 
I mean, they played well last week, given Mahomes had three interceptions that led to potential scoring drives for the Jets, and only allowing 20 isn't bad. Uh, the that total or that game also could have been thirty to twenty at the end if uh, if Pat Mahomes does score that touchdown and then things look differently. But Chiefs minus three and a half. That's just kind of seems disrespectful. Uh, yeah, and I just I think it's as simple as that. The Chiefs are just simply the better team. The Vikings Vikings passing attack is the only thing that's really looked good for them. The defense. The defense plays well given what their personnel is under Brian Flores. Uh, but Andy Reid and the offensive line and the run game will be able to do its thing. I mean, we saw the Eagles run game absolutely gash them. I think this will be a big trio performance from the KC. Uh, is it a Hydra? Does a Hydra have three heads? Getting into my Greek mythology there. But I think... I think this could be a three-headed monster game for the Chiefs with Pacheco, Clyde Edwards, Edlair, and Jarek McKinnon all going, all getting a good amount of touches anyways. Uh, yeah, I just don't really give the Vikings a chance in this game, and I think that's very fair. They've warranted nothing so far for me to be and have faith in them at all to beat. Still a very good Chiefs team, even though that they haven't been up to their form that we have seen them at. Uh, moving on to the next game. Oh, this game sucks. Uh, Jets at Broncos. Broncos minus 2.5. Total set at 43.5. This will be a big game for Zach Wilson because it can be the Zach Wilson has come down to earth game. He played well last week and you hope that any young quarterback continues to build momentum and build off things but it's just and they should be able to this Broncos defense is not very good they just cut Randy Gregory this week too uh oh I should have added the because yeah oh yeah we got bye weeks now we got bye weeks but because I was going to bring it up with the Chargers because the Chargers traded JC Jackson away to the Patriots JC Jackson back in his former home where he found his I think he was an all-pro he was definitely a pro bowler uh Mr. INT there so he's back with Bill. They traded absolutely peanuts for him. Um, we'll see. The Patriots needed to make a move. I mean, if J.C. Jackson can find his form back in this uh, Patriots system, that would be absolutely incredible. And I think that he's going to play. I think that he's going to play this week. That would be... I forgot about that game. I, again, J.C. Jackson shouldn't affect what I think is going to happen in that game, but uh, it might. Back to Jets-Broncos, though. Uh, yeah. The Jets' offense has the ability to score points on Denver. Most teams do. Now, it's it, it literally just all hinges on Zach Wilson. If he continues to play the way that he has, or not even continue to... If he doesn't continue to, continue to play the way that he has, and he only plays how he did on Sunday Night Football continues that the Jets will win this game if we get any other version of Zach Wilson the Broncos are going to win the Jets defense will do their damnedest to stop this Broncos offense and they should be able to uh the Broncos offense has looked way better than last year but now the defense has taken I don't know like 20 steps back from where they were last year because they were the best defense in the NFL last year for being honest uh 
no... I'm definitely leaning on the Broncos in this because they are the home team and we have so much tape on Zach Wilson for what he has been as a quarterback and I don't think that last Sunday's night or last Sunday night game was any indication of progress or anything. I think that it's just he had a good game. People have good games. I mean, you can go to most backups in their career and they've had good great games like that uh but yeah i think that the jets are gonna kind of tumble back down i mean they're already at the bottom of the mountain after that uh the rogers injury but they inched up a little bit even though it was a loss but uh yeah get Brees hall more involved too oh yeah and i meant to mention with the broncos because i brought up the jc jackson thing randy gregory also got cut from the broncos he didn't want to get cut but sean payton wanted to make a statement and I guess cutting Randy Gregory was the statement. He has been very bad this season. Uh, it was very bad for them last season, too, if we're being honest. But uh, Sean Payton's kind of having a power struggle. Not power struggle, but I just don't think that... He knows that he can't get fired for anything that he does right now. He has such a big contract with, with this family, and they're already paying out Hackett. Like, he will be able... To he will be allowed to do whatever he wants to do. Uh, this is his team fully. And I guess we'll kind of just see where it goes. I think the offense has looked better under him. The defense has looked terrible. And yeah, this is just not a good game. I talked about this game for way too long. Next game up, Sunday night football. Cowboys at Niners. Niners minus three and a half. Cowboys... Their total set at 44 and a half. The Niners are going to whoop them. The Niners are the better, the much, much better team on offense. They are the better team on defense. They work better. Like, the Niners are better coached. I, yeah, minus three and a half, I think, is a fair line. But this Cowboys offense has gotten way too much credit for what they've done so far this season. The defense in every game except for the Cardinals game where they needed to rely on the offense to score points and the offense couldn't against the Cardinals defense. The offense couldn't score points against the Cardinals defense. In every other game this season, the defense has gotten them short field time after time again. They've had so many turnovers so far. And you want to know what this Niners team doesn't do? Turn, turn over the ball. You know who has the best offense in the NFL right now? Probably the Niners. And that really pains me to say, but actually, it's close. I think Niners, and let's say they're tied for the best offense right now in the NFL. Either way, they're very good, and their defense is going to be able to put Dak Prescott in an absolute panic. You thought that they looked bad against the Cardinals. Wait till they go up against Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw. I don't know why I said Javon Kinlaw second, but he's having a good season. Um, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, that's what I meant to say. Uh, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw. It's just a better team. Mike McCarthy, I won't even mention that bozo, but the Niners are going to roll. The Niners are going to win this game, and I think that they will win this game quite heavily. This might be an alternate line play for me. Uh, again, never take gambling advice from me. I am a moron, but this might be a Niners minus 10 type game. I think the Niners are going to absolutely whoop them. And I think that we are going to see why Mike McCarthy wasn't calling plays up until this year. 
I think we're going to see, wow, the Cowboys really miss Kellen Moore. Wow, Mike McCarthy is an idiot. Uh, Niners minus 10. Let's go. Sunday night, or nope, that was Sunday night football. Monday night football now. Uh, Packers at Raiders. Raiders minus one. Total set at 44 and a half. I like the Packers in this game. This is another money line dog that I like. The Raiders are just showing me nothing other than they can't finish in games because... And they couldn't do this last year either. I forgot. Josh McDaniels cannot close out games for them last year. He can't do it again this year. Uh, I don't know what else there really is to say. The Raiders' defense played pretty well against the Chargers last week, I guess. But now the Chargers, I mean, they were without their best player on offense. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams was out. Uh, Center Corey Lindsley was also out. Chargers' defense fucking killed them. Uh, I think Packers' defense were playing a little pissed off. They will be fully rested, too, after having kind of that mini-bye with Thursday Night Football this week. Uh, let's see. This is this is the Jordan Love game for me. I will be watching. I will be watching this Packers offense fully with my own eyes. And he better impress. Uh, Christian Watson is back. Aaron Jones is back now. Obviously, left David Bakhtiari, big, big hole on left tackle there. But the Raiders defense isn't very good. Uh, Jordan Love, I'm expecting a... Great game from him, if we're being honest. I think the Packers are going to win this one uh, easily. Now, will I put them in my pick'em? We're about to find out. Uh, let's get over to the pick'em contest right now. Time for the pick'em contest. If you are new, if you're a new listener, thank you. Uh, but how it works is I'm going to give out a favorite, a dog, an over, an under, and a money line dog. So let's just get right into it, starting with my favorite. If you listen to the rest of the show, you know that I'm already taking Niners minus 10. I am definitely going to be taking Niners minus 3.5. I think they win this game easily for all the reasons I said before. Dallas offense has not looked very good, has not looked good in the red zone. The defense has been doing its thing, but now it's facing the best offense that it has faced all year. And I'm expecting the Niners to roll in this game. For my dog, I am going to take Jags plus five and a half. And I am putting a lot of emphasis on this bet that the Bills are going to be tired and a little jet lagged. And just London games are sloppy. But if the other team's already been in London for a week, I think that changes thing. I think that gives the Jags a competitive, competitive advantage uh, so Jags plus five and a half. Uh, my over is going to be Rams Eagles 49 and a half. Uh, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup will both be on the field. Let's see what this uh, Rams passing attack can do against the very, very banged up Eagles secondary right now. And the Eagles are going to just, the Eagles score points. The Eagles offense score points. They will be able to put up 30 if they want to. I think that I think that they probably will. I think this is a game, This is, again, this is why I picked the over. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, over 49.5 Rams-Eagles. My under, I'm going under 44.5 Bengals-Cardinals. Listen, I think the Bengals' defense is still good. It will be tough for the Cardinals to score points against them. And 
I don't have confidence in Joe Burrow until I see that he is back 100% healthy. I have not seen that he is back to being back to 100% healthy yet. Let's see. They have not been scoring points all season. 44.5 is a pretty high total for an offense that has done absolutely nothing so far. So under 44.5, Bengals, Cardinals. And my money line dog, uh, it's going to be the Packers. I think that the Packers are just a flat-out better team than the Raiders. And I think it's as simple as that. I don't think the Raiders are good whatsoever. I don't care if they have the home field advantage. Uh, Packers are the better team. Packers are the better coach team. Uh, Packers probably have the better quarterback in the matchup. Probably the better offense. Definitely the better defense. There's a reason why it's only Raiders minus one and them being at home. But uh, Packers money line is my money line dog. Uh, just to rattle off the picks here. Favorite, Niners, minus 3.5. Dog, Jags, plus 5.5. Over, 49.5. Rams, Eagles, under 44.5. Bengals, Cardinals. And my money line dog is the Packers. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, it was a good one. I enjoyed this. I think a little bit shorter than some of my previews have been, but... I think I got to the points. I got to all the points I needed to make. I think this is going to be a good week of football. I mean, I said it earlier. I think I'm seeing the board very well right now. So maybe fade all of my picks that I just said. Uh, but any week of NFL football is a great week. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Go Dolphins. Fuck the Giants. Uh, if you have liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.